Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast yes 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 Todd here WTIC let's talk to Ray and Haddam hello there Ray hey Todd how you doing yes sir what's I, uh, on your wanted, mind? To, wanted to give you a quick call I think you're missing some stuff on the rusty gear song okay first of all rusty gear that's how Ned's brain works yeah. <laughs> Second of all, Annie's been spending time in Nashville. Mm-hmm. What do you think that Annie put together a deal to get this song written for Rusty Gear to do some free political advertising on the radio? And finally, who's it aimed at? Trump voters, the, the, the middle-aged country music listening guys that mostly voted for Trump, probably his weakest base. Yeah, it's very interesting. You've uh, you've been inspired by this song, which is a great thing. I don't know if I'd say I'm inspired, but I definitely think Ned's a rusty gear. He is a rusty gear, and uh, it's really actually a, a catchy name for him, and maybe one that's a little too complimentary. Thank you for that, Ray. Have a great day, Todd. Appreciate hearing from you. Rusty gear. It's a good name, isn't it? Is this it? We thank the governor for the blessings that we got. Imagine, do you, could you please call and tell, yeah, share the blessings that you feel you've gotten from Jolly Ned. Back home, we thank the governor for the blessings that we got. We can gamble on the internet and it's cool to smoke some pot so we all come. It's cool to smoke some pot. Pot so we all come visit my state and mind your etiquette, I guarantee. I don't know what happened. That's that's just amazing that Ned has embraced this and apparently edited a video that's just that portion of the song. This is a nearly four-minute song about the – oh, I'm sorry. I'm late for a traffic update. Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. WCIC. We've got some more rants to go here. And I've got some more Chris Murphy stuff I want to. Before we play more rants, uh, let's just listen to this. 
where also eight years ago, Chris Murphy, this was, I think, three months after Sandy Hook. I mean, he was really, I think he was being very sincere and and very realistic about about how many things there were to discuss. But he was also staking out what he thought was, I, I assume he was staking out what he thought was the politically best position for him to have. And that included being supportive of the Heller decision, which was the U.S. Supreme Court decision in 2008, in which it, it said that even though the Constitution, the Second Amendment, says that the purpose of the, or seems to say that the purpose of the protection of, of the right to bear arms, uh, it seems to say that that protection is because of that little clause at the beginning that talks about a well-regulated militia. But in 08, in the Heller decision, the Supreme Court ruled that people had a right to self-defense, and that was an inherent right. It had nothing to do with or transcended the idea of the well-regulated militia. Anyway, here's Chris Murphy talking at his town hall meeting after Sandy Hook about about how he was uh, about how it was you couldn't pass any laws that would stop people from abusing guns and he also said this no oh, sorry i'm gonna press a button here here we go I've, and, and so just so you know i mean I've, i you know i uh, the, the second amendment absolutely as as described by the supreme court in the heller decision i agree with the majority of the heller decision um uh, which is frankly full of justices that i don't um, normally agree with um, the, the, that split decision said that the Second Amendment does uh, uh, guarantee an individual's right to possess. Sorry, let me just uh, recue this. Uh, guarantee an individual's right to possess a firearm for self-defense. Uh, I agree with that. I also agree with the Heller decision's uh, uh, caveat to that, which says that the Second Amendment, like every uh, amendment in the Bill of Rights comes with uh, restrictions. Um, that just like the First Amendment is not an absolute right to speak your mind, right? You can't stand up, you couldn't stand up right now in this town hall and scream fire. Um, that is not allowed under the First, under the First Amendment. It is allowed, but there are penalties for doing it. And so the Second Amendment. Anyway, there's Murphy further arguing on behalf of traditional American values, support for the U.S. Constitution, and being with those conservative justices on the Heller decision, which solidified the, the American right to own weapons. And Murphy said shortly after Sandy Hook that he supported that decision, that he was a Second Amendment guy. Very interesting stuff when you combine it with his, his other cuts, which I, I'll play again for you, because I just think they're so stunning, given his performance last week. You can't solve all this with laws anyway, right? I mean, you can put all the gun laws on the books that you want. If these kids have a feeling of hopelessness in these cities, if they think that the only power that they have is the power exercised through a gun in their hand, if they've got, you know, broken families with histories of abuse and neglect, if they see kids dealing drugs on the way to school, um, if they have no role models, um, no gun law in the world is going to stop somebody from picking up a firearm and doing something dumb with it. Can you believe that takeaway? That's amazing. 
no gun law in the world is going to stop somebody from picking up a firearm and doing something dumb with it. No gun law in the world, and yet his current position is 100% the only thing that can be talked about is gun laws. How do you explain that? How do you justify that? How do you figure that? Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. I'd love to hear your reaction because, you know, I wasn't um, I wasn't part of that whole conversation. This Chris Murphy is a shock to me. If you can explain it, please do. Hi, John. It's Smitty from Plainville. I definitely feel it's a lot of the parents that can't raise their children in the proper way, and that leads to uh, violent behavior. Thus, uh, how would I say, I keep being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And as far as the as far as the Biden presidential situation, yeah, the only one that's really enjoying the Biden presidency is Jill Biden. She's having a time of her life. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, Todd, have a nice weekend. Speak to you soon. Imagine how much fun it would be to be in that position. So, Todd, John Larson the other day thanked the AFL-CIO for supporting his Social Security 2100, a sacred trust plan. He should be thanking Chris Murphy, Big Dick Blumenthal, Ned Lamont for taking the spotlight off himself. I mean, he's been a do-nothing Democrat. Yeah, all right. We heard that one the other day. I'm sorry. I've got to fast forward a little bit because we only – we only heard two or three rants on Friday, and I, I wanted to get more of those Friday rants in, too. Greetings, Todd. George in Canton. All right, we heard George, too. He should really take pause. All right, we heard that one, too. I think this is it. This is where we want to Todd, start. The American Patriot. Today's rant is about you had a caller call in a couple of days ago about having Democrats call in over Democratic policies. No, we heard that one, too. Hey, Todd, can we do a little math together? Okay. They want to take away our guns and have the police not enforce the rules. What does that equal? Goodbye. I was never good at math. Hey, Todd, this is Jerry from Nogatuck. Uh, good topic on that uh, power. I think the people should enact their power and tune out uh, Biden and his cronies uh, in tonight's speech. Just uh, as soon as he gets to the podium, click. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to shut him off. Oh, it was so amusing, though, his speech. And it sounded so much like Chris Murphy's. It was stunning. Hello, Todd. Uh, It's June 2nd. Wow, we're going back a ways here. But we do have to get caught up. America is morally broke. That seems to be a theme. Do you agree with that for the, the larger picture of what's going on? right now with all these shootings there is there's some kind of pressure on us that is creating a spontaneous combustion an atmosphere in which volatile elements are hitting a natural environment that causes them to become explosive and and it seems that we're there right now any explanation do you have an explanation for what's going on in this country right now 860-522-9842 Hi, Todd. Well, isn't it true that Chicago has the uh, toughest gun laws? And isn't That's what it true I'm told. That they might average, oh, 
10 shooting deaths a weekend. How can that be? What people don't understand is it's mental, mental health problems. And in Canada, where they have socialized medicine, uh, their problems are probably just as worse because all of those with mental health problems are heavily sedated and they're sitting in chairs drooling all over themselves. Ain't that great? What a nice so, image. You know, something needs to be done. It's mental health. We need more mental health providers and more professionals. Later. Thank you. Hey, Todd, what am I hearing on the news now? They're raising the diesel tax. They're instituting a uh, trucking tax in the state. And they're giving out a $250 child tax credit. None of these things have anything to do with inflation, does it? Man, these guys really have their fingers on the pulse of these people. I just love it. Have a good day. The only pulse these people are interested in is the flow of money going through that pipeline to their pockets. Ding dong, we did this, 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 this. Ding dong, we ditched the Ned. Nobody but Bo to hurt my head. Ding dong, the drive time scam is dead. And now's your chance. Get out your phones, record your rants, or pick your bones. Ned Lee's show has finally quit the bed. <laughs> He's gone where Josh doesn't know to steal some other show and feel the basking glow. So open phones, they took them back from Ned. That's a, that's a year old rant a celebration over the end of the uh press conferences a year ago remember hi todd this is margaret hope you're doing good and uh you know i just i'm calling you to you i guess uh, talking about what's going on but you know todd uh, you never heard of this like back in the 70s and 80s all this stuff, stuff, stuff you know, I don't know with the school shootings and everything and um well it didn't happen i think that's why we didn't hear about it i, I still say it's because of you know the breakdown of the family and also too um you know, America has become a very, uh, I don't know what the word is, the politicians are no good either. They're they are making everyone hate each other, and that doesn't help. You know, they, they put fuel to the fire, and uh, that's why I just, I don't watch TV anymore. I just, I've given up on everything. You know, I'm like a recluse. I just. I don't feel that wa giving up on watching TV is giving up anything. I mean, with streaming, you get to pick your entertainment. You don't need broadcast TV. That's all I do is read and just see my family and friends. That's all I care about, you know. And that's what we have to do, help our help each other and uh, try to love people. And uh, But anyway, and I also think it's a spiritual problem. You know, America has turned its back on God. Spiritual problem, all that, all those problems. Parenting, family life, I think, is the big issue that really strikes home, though. Kids don't get raised right anymore. Does everyone agree with that? Todd, enjoy the show. And for all those rich people who would like to pay more money to the state of Connecticut, there is no law that says they cannot write a check and mail it in. I encourage them to do so. Yes, good point. Have a great day. Let them do it. Let them do it. I used to host mornings in Boston on the talk station in Boston with uh, the former Speaker of the House, Tom Finneran. And, and, uh, he he used to whenever we talk about that specifically, he would remind people that he had once put through a law that added to the Massachusetts state income tax form a little box that you would check if you wanted to give more money. 
to the, um, you know, just out of the goodness of your heart. Regardless of what the tax rates were, if you wanted to pay some extra tax, you could just check a box and I think write in what you wanted to pay. And he said nobody ever did it. <laughs> nobody ever volunteered to pay more taxes. Hey, Todd, a uh, couple things. Just heard on a newscast that, you know, of all the people vaccinated, uh, I mean, in the hospital right now, nearly 30% of them are not fully vaccinated. So the other 70% did what they said, and they're in the hospital sick with this thing. When are they going to tell the truth about all this stuff and how it really works? Mm, probably never. So I'm going to... I don't know why we're getting all this uh, breaking up. Hello. Um, I see now with this new disinformation czar that soon will be in every state, not just ours. Um, it looks to me like uh, Biden's probably going to win the election even if he doesn't run. That's awesome. With the disinformation, the benefit of the disinformation czar, I guess is what you're saying. 860-529-842. All right, we can, uh, we've got some time for a little more rusty gear. And his ode to Connecticut. Back home, we thank the governor for the blessings that we got. We can gamble on the internet, and it's cool to smoke some pot. So, y'all come visit my state and mind your etiquette. I guarantee you'll be welcome in Connecticut. I guarantee you'll be welcome in Connecticut. So, those lyrics. Back home, we thank the governor for the can you imagine thanking Jolly Ned for any blessings? The idea of thinking of, of, of any politician, but particularly this disinterested and duplicitous governor, the idea that blessings flow from him is, is very strange. We can gamble on the Internet. We can gamble on the Internet. This, that's one of the blessings, I guess. And it's cool to smoke some pot. And it's cool to smoke some pot. And Ned is using this as a self-promotion campaign. How can that be? And can that not, uh, can that work to his benefit without harming his re-election chances? Is there any way that could actually be the case? find that extremely hard to fathom. I find it extremely I mean, Democrats know they're in a tough place with this election coming up. They know they're in trouble. They know that that what they're doing right now is trying to inflame on every issue they can inflame to, to find something they can change the course of the destiny of this election with. But I don't know that uh, telling people they're lucky they get to smoke some pot in Connecticut is the thing. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. WTIC, good afternoon. Did you ever notice that there's a lot of relationship? I'm sure you have, but it continues to be somewhat noteworthy just how the media is singular, despite the fact that there are so many different outlets generating content. They all seem to cover stories with the same, with the same bent. For example, I've, I've heard this several times today. January 6th panel plans blockbuster hearing. Will America tune in? That's the Drudge Report headline but but i've heard that on newscasts i've heard it in a couple of different outlets will america tune in like that's some big test for america like we should tune in are they suggesting that that we have a responsibility to tune in that we would be bad citizens if we didn't this sameness to media is another form of media bias they're always looking to inject something into it instead of just reporting the story. Boris Johnson faced a recall election today, by the way. Did you hear that? Whatever they call it in Parliament. Uh, vote of confidence. Vote of no confidence. He had a vote of no confidence today, and he survived that vote. So they did find some confidence <laughs> in Boris Johnson. Big stuff going on in England. Yeah, there is turmoil everywhere. There is. There's just that energy right now of things are explosive. 
here's a headline, another headline on Drudge. I love the Drudge headlines. How the news is destroying us. Well, yes, it is, because the news business is not in the business of reporting news anymore. It's advocacy. It's reporting the stories it wants us to hear, and it's reporting them in a way it wants us to believe. Don't you think that's true? And doesn't that put us in a really bad situation that we don't have a flow of information? That we don't have the news media anymore? Was it was a was that one of when Donald Trump would talk about the news media? Did he say they were the enemy? I think he did. And I think he was right about that because they drive this shrill scream, not just the one that went on during the Trump presidency, but the one going on right now about guns. It's so detrimental to squeeze all the oxygen out of the space in order that only one message can be heard. That's what they're doing right now. It's a cooperative thing, as usual, between the Democrats and the media to make sure that you're not allowed to think another thought. It's awful thing, awful thing. We should be sharing. All, I, and, and Chris Murphy, what he was up to in these tapes I've been playing from nine years ago, he was up to thinking about and, and honestly presenting what he thought were ideas that were worthy of consideration. He's not doing that now. No, no siree. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Well, it's WTIC. This time on Mondays, we talk with Bob Stefanowski, Republican candidate for governor. Hello there, Robert. Hello, Todd. I was uh, had a nice day yesterday at the uh, Polish Festival up in uh, New Britain and uh, left about 3 o'clock and was coming home in the car, and I was just going through Twitter. There was somebody with me, so I was in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came across this tweet with a video of Ned Lamont that I've heard you've been playing a little bit. <laughs> it's so much fun because it's so ridiculous, and it makes you wonder what is going on with this campaign. It, it really is strange. You know, and I was going to – I do my own tweets a lot of times, and I was going to reply to the tweet, but then I thought to myself – this can't be real. I mean, somebody. I'm thinking to myself, somebody must have either hacked his account, or or I must not be listening to this right. How, how did we get to the point where our bragging about Connecticut is online gambling? And what what was the phrase? It's cool to smoke some pot or whatever yeah. he said. Yeah, let me play it so everybody who hasn't heard yeah. it yet has the pleasure of uh, this little tune. Back home, we thank the governor for the blessings that we got. We can gamble on the internet, and it's cool to smoke some pot, so y'all come visit my state and mind your etiquette. Isn't that amazing? He's promoting pot. So I don't even know where to start with this one. First of all, who paid for that video? It came out across the uh, his governor account. Um, second of all, I've looked up the rules, and you're not supposed to be advertising uh, sales of marijuana especially to kids, because if you look at the video part of that, that you, you show the audio, obviously, but there's kids that pop up right after he says that, kids raising their hands. Um, I don't know where to start with that, but, you know, when I'm governor, we're going to be having videos that brag about the quality of the people here and the, and the you know, our history of, uh, 
of invention and innovation and the great colleges we have and the great beaches. I, I still can't believe this is real. Part of me says, Todd, it must have been a mistake. How could you put that up there? Yeah, well, they make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> and, and that's on the heels of the disinformation director last week. I, I, I often get, you know, I, I say we need to cut government spending, and, and people say where. Well, I don't know that there's any, you know, billion-dollar chunks, but when you start to hire a, a misinformation director for $150,000 a year plus benefits, which probably puts it over $200,000 a year, and, and this is an ad Governor Lamont put out last week with his Secretary of State, and their sole job is to review the Internet about misinformation about election integrity. That's code word for when Republicans point out something that doesn't look right. The misinformation director steps in and, and, and you know, and edits you or, or you know, gets you off the air. It's, it's, it's actually last week was an incredible week for the state of Connecticut. I don't know what's going on with that kid. There's not, a, not part of me is happy because he's certainly not running. Um, you know, on, on the economy and the things that matter to people. Right. Yeah. He's uh, in a weird place, I think. And that may be that he's actually feeling good and he thinks the campaign's going well for him and the state's doing well. Like he, he may think that that somehow there's truth to what he says in his reelection campaign and that that's resonating and he's in a good moment. I don't I don't happen to perceive that because I think people are suffering. And they're suffering because of the cost of trying to exist in Connecticut and with this inflationary environment and, and how it, 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 this reveals a, a desire to be disconnected if he's not actually disconnected. Well, and I think that's the key. You want your leader, and I, I promise you I will be this way. You want them to understand what people are going through. You may not be able to solve it, um, but you should be doing what you can. So, for example, on the gas tax, why we have any state taxes on gas, we should be having a, a suspension of all the taxes, the remaining tax that we have on gasoline. We should be suspending the uh, diesel tax, which, um, if you believe the newspaper, is going to go up yet again between now and June 30th. And we should be trying to give people relief where we can. I mean, I hear the argument oil prices are up globally, and you can't necessarily pin that on the governor. You can pin inflation on our governor for sure. But you also can pin on him. He should be doing what he can to make it a little bit easier for people to get by. And we should be having a special session right now and, and, and suspending any state tax on gases. We should be lowering the sales tax. I mean, with inflation, goods and services are going up. So that fixed 6.35 percent, that number keeps getting larger and larger and larger. We should be cutting that. We should be doing something. You know, we should be trying with the, the energy companies to get those rates down to give somebody some relief because people are really struggling out there. You know what I think is interesting about right now and, and what the governor is doing, Bob, is that he's confessing, It's it strikes me, the falsehood of his happy, jolly, everything's wonderful campaign stance. He's he's running for reelection under the guise of everything is wonderful in the state and I'm the guy who delivered it to you. And yet he's running around behind the scenes, it seems, trying to make sure the revenues keep coming in and make sure that taxes keep going up. And he's not comfortable with the idea. And Democrats never are of, of having level funding or 
actually cutting some programs that no longer have efficacy. They only want everything to keep growing every year and for taxes to go up every year. And he seems nervous that there's just not going to be enough money to pay all the things they want to pay for. And maybe they've just gotten so used to it, Todd, they're, they're incapable of changing, which is why we need fresh leadership and a different approach. I, I've always been an advocate of zero-based budgeting, which is I don't care what the budget was last year. Let's let's start with nothing and only add back in what we need. And, and, and once you get into the discussion of we only increase the budget by X percent, you know you're in trouble because the base is already too high. If you're talking about state government, local government, National government, if, if the start of their discussion is we only increased it by a certain percentage, you've already lost because it, because it should start with zero, not the $43 billion that's in the budget already because as I bet you there's 25% of that that's not adding any value. And, that, and that's what we're going to do. I used to be an accountant. I used to be a fraud examiner. We're going to take a business person's approach, and we're going to spend what we need to spend and not a dime more. So how do you get around the political momentum that says you know that you you just keep doing what government does and you never actually stop and and pull these layers away of of wasted money of excess personnel of big departments that could be smaller programs maybe that made sense 30 years ago that really don't anymore how do you deal with all that? i i think the first thing is you, you pick the right commissioners you pick people that are commissioners of the different departments that that understand that this money is taxpayer money and that it's precious and that people are working hard to deliver it to us. And then you have some discipline. I mean, I've never been in a situation where I said to somebody, cut your budget if you can. If you say, as, the minute you say that, they're never going to cut it. What you have to say is, I need you to cut your budget by 10% and come to me in a week and show me what you cut. Otherwise, I'm going to do it for you. And and if they honestly believe, and I can tell you, if I do it for you, it's not going to be as pleasant as you doing mm -hmm. it yourself. But, but Governor Lamont has lost every shred of credibility because he flips, flops, and changes his mind. So there, there's no element of authority anymore. And I, I think it's kind of like a bunch of kids running around crazy in the Capitol right now. And it needs to stop because this is our money. When you have somebody paying $5 a gallon for, you know, for gas... You can't afford to be wasting money up there, and, and I can't wait to be in there, Todd, because that's exactly what we're going to stop. If someone, I hate to, to, to continue, but if someone came to me, and I'm sitting in my office, and they said, we have a good idea, we're going to hire a disinformation director, and it only costs $150,000 a year, they wouldn't be able to get out of the office before I slammed the door on them. I wouldn't even entertain the discussion. This is for an Internet job. Right? You're yeah. supposed to watch yeah. social media, 150 k a year. Are, are they out of their minds? Not to mention the, the amount, but this is like George Orwell. Who, who decides what's misinformation or not? I mean, the whole concept is ludicrous. Because that person thinks it's wrong. That person has the unilateral right to take it down from Twitter or Facebook. And then you throw in the cost of it, and it's just doubly bizarre. And I'm amazed the press hasn't picked up on it. Nobody... Other than talk shows like yours who have great listeners and Pastor Will and others, nobody's been talking about it. This is insane what's going on. It's so, you know, there's that old uh, axiom about the reason you can't do government censorship is because you have to appoint a, a government panel that would be the censors, and then they would need the authority to decide what was inappropriate. And right. 
and you can't give people that power because then you don't have a free society anymore. And this whole idea of, of hiring effectively a, a government censor to monitor social media and pay them 150 it just fails on so many different levels. Well, and, and it's dangerous. The last time around, uh, when, when I ran that night, we, we had proof that kids in Yukon were they were putting kids on buses, and, and the kid would say, well, I'm from Wyoming. I already registered there. And they say, well, that doesn't matter. Come vote here because they'll never be able to check it. Mm-hmm. So we filed an injunction that night, and we were able to stop them from busing kids over to the polls. But suppose there's some disinformation director who I would imagine is going to be a Democrat says Bob's lying. I mean, you can't you, you can't have a single decision on this stuff. Right. Yeah, the free exchange of ideas. You know, the whole idea of having a market-driven system. The first thing you need is information, and right. you need it to be able to flow freely. And and then you need ideas. You need to hear people talk about what's right and what's wrong, and and not have big stamps of banned over the free exchange of ideas. And it's just an example of why I think, forget about the governor race, I think Republicans, if we can run good campaigns and stick to our principles, we're going to have a good year this year because the Democrats, they're either arrogant or, or these, these public officials, are they're losing their minds because they push things to such an extreme that I, I, I don't know. It's just amazing how far they push these things. Oh, and they know it. They, they know they're in trouble, Bob. They're, they're, there's a, a frenzy of fear driving them. Well, we got to stick together. This is it, Todd. This is it for Connecticut. This is our chance to fix it. And uh, I think, you know, when I go to events, there's as many Democrats and independents there as there are Republicans. Really? are tired of it. Well, that's exciting. And in a lot of cases, it's the social issues. Yeah. Well, there's uh, there's all kinds of reasons to be desperate for change. And I think you alluded to the most basic one earlier, and that is that you can't have one group of people forever having their hands in the till. No, you need some checks and balances, and we've had too much uh, Democratic control. And there's some good Democrats, too, but the, 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 the men and women in charge have largely pushed us so far, and it feels different than four years ago, Todd. And I, You know me, I don't have a big ego, but when I get into a restaurant or a store, and it's only May right now or June, mm-hmm. I've got people coming up saying we can't wait for the election. I, I, I really do think it feels very <laughs> different this time. People are, 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 I think they're finally ready to jump and, and, and make a change. We've got to deliver for them. Hallelujah for that. All right, Bob Stefanowski, thank you, sir. Okay, Todd. Have a good week. Yeah, you too. We'll talk to you again next week. Bob, the de facto Republican candidate for governor and not the person this song was written about. Back home we thank the governor for the blessings that we got. We can gamble on the internet and it's cool to smoke some pot. So y'all come visit my state and mind your etiquette. What is going on with the computer? Forget about it. Forget about it. I won't try to play anything. Jeez Louise. What is that noise? I don't like it one bit. All right, so um, Stefanowski pushing hard and determined and eager to undo the damage done four years ago when the election didn't go his way and didn't go, obviously, in, in the direction that's in the best interest of the state because, because look where we are with taxes having gone up, 
the trouble having increased, the crisis getting worse. It's remarkable. It is remarkable. Politics is amazing. Amazing thing to focus your life on. I love it because this is where the answers are. So we've got to do this work. It's critical, beautiful, wonderful work. Have yourself a great night. We will uh, get a traffic update and wrap things up for today. We'll see you tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow I will be doing T2 again, 2 o'clock hour in lieu of Wednesday. We're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher with the latest. Mark. Those cuts sound like, uh, remind me of Max Headroom. Remember Max Did Headroom? He used to shake the sound like the that? The stutter thing. I love that. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 